This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. And what it do, baby? I'm back, finally, after maybe a month or two. I don't know, man. It's just good to be back on the mic. I really need to turn up this podcast thing and take it to another level because I love talking about sports. Real talk. So on this show, I'm going to talk about the Cowboys, Antonio Brown, you know, the typical stuff we've been talking about the past two weeks. Um, The Nats Brewers, I went to that, at least the first game. Um, The Nats playoff outlook, the Redskins, and I'll finish off talking about OU in Houston, speed dating, and I'm going to spit a little freestyle and see how that goes. (laughs) That's going to be funny. Anyway, man, um, so you got the the Cowboys. The Cowboys are becoming a bigger sitcom than the Redskins. Like this, this is hilarious. Like the Redskins are hilarious. You you watch them play. I mean, it's just always them choking, them turning the ball over, them not matriculating the ball down the field. Their name. Matter of fact, I was at Farragut. Square downtown, and there was a protest about their name. And I was laughing. I was like, "This team is a choke." And you know, they dealing with this quarterback situation. Colt McCoy's hurt. Shock, shock. I know. Uh, Keenum looks like he's gonna start, mainly because of Dwayne Haskins' inexperience, and I completely understand that. But I guess this is not about. Well, I was going to talk about the Redskins later, but, you know, I bought them up. But the Cowboys are hilarious right now. Zeke, apparently he's back from Cabo. This man hangs out in Cabo, Mexico. He must have one super secret, ridiculous training regimen that that none of us could do, probably. None of us could do. It would probably take us a while to get our bodies right to do a workout do at least one workout he does in Cabo. I can't imagine. What is what does he do? What does he do? Rent a house or does he stay in a hotel? Uh, that's crazy. He wants to be the highest paid running back in the league with two years left on his rookie contract. He's already the fourth highest paid running back as far as cap hit. Like he's seven point nine against the cap. That puts him about fourth or fifth. You know, he's behind Todd Gurley, who can't stay healthy, and he disappeared in the playoffs. He's behind David Johnson, who can't stay healthy. He's behind LaShawn McCoy, who can't stay healthy. Like, these guys, I understand why Zeke feels like he's better than those guys. And I see why he feels like he has leverage over the Cowboys, because... I mean, the Cowboys are a way better team with him than without him, clearly. Clearly, Dak Prescott can't do it all. And that's another funny thing. They just paid Jalen Smith, and as soon as they paid him, I was like, I would start laughing because I'm like, how are they going to pay Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper at the end of the year? Just how? How are they going to do it? I would love to hear their plan 
to pay those guys because I it, it it's not looking good. You know what I'm saying? You 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 should have known those guys weren't gonna be on rookie contracts forever. Okay. I mean, eventually you're gonna have to keep that line together, your front four and um your line on both sides of the ball is pretty good. So you keep those guys, man. Cowboys will be competitive every year, but they keep fooling around with this quarterback, receiver, running back thing. <laughs> One of them, or, or maybe all three of them, going to walk, and you got to rebuild. That's funny to me, because I'd love to just beat up on a rebuilding Cowboys team. But that's probably not going to happen. A deal will probably get reached. I, if I was Zeke, I would take that second running back, second highest paid running back in the league type of deal. I would. You know, you get $9 million this year, $9-something million this year. You'll get, like, maybe $13 million next year, $14 million. Like, it, it, it looks good. You know, just, just take it. Because I don't think the Cowboys are budging from that. I don't think they want to break any records right now when they still have to pay Dak. <laughs> Speaking of Dak, <laughs> he's trying to become one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. He's trying to get more money than Matt Ryan. He's trying to get more money than Aaron Rodgers. He's trying to get $40 million. I don't think any quarterback in the league, I'm going to check, but I'm pretty sure no quarterback in the league is getting paid $40 million a year. This guy is bugging. But I say this guy is bugging, but he really believes in himself, and he knows the importance, how important he is to his team. But I think the Cowboys got the leverage because no one's going to pay him $40 million. Come on, man. Come on. It's Dak Prescott. Like, I don't even think he's a top 10 quarterback in the league. He's not even a top 10 quarterback in the league. You got to be kidding. Like, you think he's supposed to get paid more than Matt Stafford and Kirk Cousins? They're better than him. Hello? They're better than him. They are. If they're not better than him, then he should go out and prove it. Because I truly believe Stafford, Cousins, Luck, Rodgers, Wilson, Roethlisberger, Newton, okay, he, he may be even with Eli Manning. I don't know. Well, he may be better than Eli Manning. Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees, Derek Tom Brady, that's the top 12 highest paid quarterbacks. And he's not better than any of them except Eli and maybe Derek Carr. Like, you got to be kidding me right now. You going to pay him $40 million? That doesn't make sense. Let him walk. It's fine with me. But, you know... They're probably not going to negotiate that right now. They're probably going to negotiate that at the end of the season. And that's going to be interesting. It's probably going to go public. Hey, I, I really can't blame him for betting on himself. But we'll see what he can do. He might earn that contract this year because the season hasn't started. And he's still playing on his current contract, which I'm looking at this right now. And he is the 44th. My guy, he's barely getting paid more than Jacoby Brissett. 
This is criminal. Dog, Dwayne Haskins has a bigger cap hit. So, huh. So I guess they'll negotiate that at the end of the year. For now, he's just still on his rookie deal, and he's getting paid less than Nate Subfield this year. As far as, you know, the, the cap hit. That's how, that's crazy, bro. That is that is wild, B. That is wild. That is wild. It, I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see if he plays into that contract. If not, I won't be surprised. Um, Antonio Brown. I don't know. Like, I just want to hear his side of the story even more. You know, go in depth. Because when he tells his side of the story to these things, he he's kind of be making sense. Like, he'd be making some good points. But, I don't know, all this over a helmet, he knew that he was going to have to deal with possibly having to change his helmet this year. Like, all these different quarterbacks and stuff had to change their helmets. I mean, it's the NFL safety thing. It's in the CBA. Like, I wish he'd just cooperate. Like, it's, it's just got to be a better way. They got to come up with a compromise because this is crazy. You know, and then he had the foot blisters thing from like, cryogenic treatment. Like, I, at first I was like, why do you even need cryotherapy or whatever it's called? Something something you hop in that's real cold and, and stuff. Why do you even need that? But then again, if that's part of what makes him great, I can't really knock it. But obviously he did something wrong. He got the blisters. He got the, so he got the foot thing. He got the helmet thing. When is he going to get on the field? When is he going to get on the field? What is he going to do? I'm tired of all this extra stuff. He needs to get back to producing for real. So, Antonio Brown's a distraction. It's a shit show. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think it will get resolved because you can't just be missing game checks over a helmet. A helmet that was deemed not safe. But from what I heard, uh, the helmets have very high standards. So, maybe the old helmet wasn't that bad. It's just... You know what I'm saying? There's some new ways they test the helmet. I gotta look it up, and it just didn't meet the requirements. You gotta, you gotta follow the rules somehow, man. Like, you want to play, man? You gotta do something. I think they're still working on that. You know, I want to see him on the field. I want to see how he does in Oakland. But this is just a big distraction, and I feel sorry for the Raiders. No, man. That's what they signed up for. And everyone's killing Antonio Brown. Me too. Because I just think he's just extra, man. He's just so extra. But I guess he has a method to his madness, maybe? No. He'll always be a mystery to me. As long as he keeps producing, no one will really care. So I went to the Nats Brewers last week. Before my family reunion, I took Emily, my friend from Wisconsin, who's a Brewers fan, and Wisconsin sports fan overall. That That's her team. Christian Yelich is her baby. Her words, not mine. 
um, he, she, she introduced me to the minor league guy that came up and hit 14 home runs. Basically, he's fucking Juan Soto was last year. He was like Juan Soto last year. So they got someone like that on his on their team. So, man, that, I, it was a good game. It was just one of them games where I just couldn't keep my eyes off it. Like, I was just into it. I was just into it, kind of like the Philly game. And it was just back and forth. We gave up a home run to Arcia, the guy that me and Emily kind of dismissed. But in the back of my mind, it's like the guy we dismissed ends up being the one that hits a home run. In the back of my mind, I was thinking that, and he that that's exactly what happened. But then again, you know, the best part of that game was when Emily said Rendon was overrated, that he wasn't better than Yelich. A, a lot of people would say that, but honestly, he has more RBIs than Yelich. You know what I'm saying? He can actually hit against the left-handed batters, unlike Yelich. So he may not be better than Yelich, but he's not that far behind. And he outplayed Yelich in this game. Yelich went 0 for 5. And he struck out maybe twice. Like, Anthony Rendon had two RBIs, and that was the difference in the game. The Nationals won 2-1. And Du actually killed it. But then the next game against the Brewers, I went to North Carolina for the reunion. I came home, watched it, while my dad was God knows where. And I was watching it. And I turned the game off when the the Nats went up three. It was like twelve to nine. I was like, "Yeah, it's over. It's the eighth inning. It's over." I wasn't even paying attention on bullpen. Man, Doolittle gives up like four runs. I was like, "No, Do is not doing this right now." Are you kidding me? I thought it was a wrap after Fernando Rodney, but then um, Doolittle comes up and he chokes, just like the Mets game. Like, that's just, oh. But then we came back and won, like, man, we destroyed them. It was like 16 to 4 or something. And then the Pirates, we destroyed them three times. And it's like, and we putting up double-digit runs on, on the Pirates. We beat them 11 to 1 on Thursday. I think we beat them, like, like 16 to 2 on Monday. Like, we was slaughtering them. But in the middle of that, we had a heartbreaking loss. I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday. And we were at 1-0 basically the whole game. Strasburg was killing it. He's having a hell of a year. We get to the eighth inning. Of course, we give up a 3-1 run home run. I'm like, you have got to be kidding. In a day where our bats... In a, in a, in a, in a day where our bats wasn't that great. You know, we that did not need to happen. And we be losing games like that, and it just be pissing me off. But it's okay, man. Oh, and the Mets keep winning. It's annoying. They're right on our tails. They might just take our wild card spot at this rate. I hate it, but, I mean, what can you do, really? What can you do? Honestly. But I would love to see the Nats host a playoff game. Hopefully we win. It'll probably be against the NL Central team or the, the Mets or the Phillies. Who wouldn't want to play Bryce Harper at Nats Park 
for the wild card. Oh boy, that atmosphere would be even crazier than the first time Harper came back to DC, which I was there by the way. That was a unique atmosphere. That was like a playoff like atmosphere. That would pretty much be the wild card game against the Phillies. I would love to play the Mets. I know we're better than them. I don't know how they keep beating us, honestly. I think we're better. I don't know why we we are losing the season series to them. But I think we get in a one-game playoff at home. I'm taking my squad. I don't care. I think we can beat the Mets. I think so. They'll cool down. Maybe they'll cool down. We don't have to even see them in our rearview mirror. mirror. But... All these teams for the wild card are alive except freaking Pittsburgh, Miami, and oh man, maybe one other team. I, I can't even put my mind on it, but everyone else is in play. Like, this is going to be a fight to the finish. But I think at the end of the day, the Nats come out on top. Just too many veterans, too much Soto, too much Robles. Too much Rendon and then Scherzer's getting healthy. Man, not only will we win the wild card, we might mess around and win the division. Uh, well, maybe I won't go that far. But we'll, we'll definitely get the wild card for sure. Um, let's talk about the Redskins. So let's talk about the speed dating thing. So I'm getting back into the dating game. My official kickoff is going to be the 21st. And that's when the speed dating event was. But I decided to go on Tinder the day before, and I'm getting matches and stuff. Well, not that many, but, yeah. And I go speed dating the next day. It's more girls than guys, and I wasn't even expecting that. And to be honest, that's a trend that I wasn't even aware of. Because I was looking at some other speed dating uh, company or whatever, and they had they had the women sold out of their next event. The women sold out, not the men. I'm like, hold on, man. So you mean to tell me there are more men online and there are more women trying to date offline? I I kind of see that. Oh, I don't know. You'll see more women at speed dating events, but you'll see more men online. Yeah, I probably should go to more of these speed dating events, even though it seems like I'm over my head. But, you know, why not? I'm I'm the greatest of all time. Like, and I'm in Washington, D.C. There are thousands of women, okay? Thousands. Thousands. Come on, man. It's an abundance. It's an abundance. It's like Gucci said. Girls are like buses. Miss one, next 15, one coming. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much D.C., in the speed dating event, uh, no one picked me. Like, I circled five women that I like, well, maybe six. Um, some some of them, it's just I wasn't interested in. It's just, eh. I mean, you, you're cute and all, but we're not really making a connection. You're kind of borderline, yada, yada. Even the girls I picked, man, they weren't even all that. You know what I'm saying? But... And then, you know, one that I did circle was one I kind of wanted another chance with because we had tried to date last year and it didn't work out. So I saw the speed dating thing. We talked, we caught up a little bit. And, you know, I circled yes. She must have circled no because I 
didn't have the matches. I mean, I guess, honestly, I don't know what I did wrong. Maybe it was because, maybe it's the looks thing. Maybe it's the whatever I was talking about. Maybe I didn't have the charisma. I don't know what happened. It was probably the looks thing because, honestly, if, you know, I, I don't always take care of my looks very well. And, you know, if I if I was more attractive to those girls, it probably wouldn't matter what I said. I probably would have got one of their numbers or whatever. So, I guess it didn't help that we were all sitting close to each other and we couldn't hear. No one could hear anything. It was literally like playing on the road in the Big 12. And you're the number one team in the country. And that, that type allowed. I really had to bring my A game. You know, that's where I wish I had them air raid signals <laughs> telling me what to do and stuff. <laughs> because, you know, I run the play that way. <laughs> because I was struggling to talk. I, 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 You know, I gave it my best effort, but it didn't work out. So, oh well, on to the next. I'm starting to get more matches on Tinder now. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. You know, I'm probably just should stick to that for now. And, you know, I'll probably try the other speed dating company. So, well, that's it for me now. For now, I'm just going to, I'm about to spit me a freestyle. Oh, before Freestyle Friday, OU in Houston. So, I started watching a little bit. I started trying to preview the game a little bit. And, you know, I was looking at Houston's game against Navy. Oh, my God. Man, their front got dominated, of course, without Ed Oliver. They was just getting their butts whooped. But honestly, they weren't even doing that bad. But they started turning the ball over. And you know Navy doesn't turn the ball over. No, it's not Navy. Army doesn't really turn the ball over. And they ran for a million yards. Their quarterback destroyed Houston. Oh, my God. You should have seen this play. Quarterback, what should have been, what, a three-yard game? This man ducks one tackle, jukes another person, cuts back. And scores. He takes it to the house. I'm like, man, is this team serious? And then I saw another play where it was against South Florida. The man was running another way. It looked like a a regular power play. This man stopped from South Florida, number 20. He looked like a fake Barry Sanders, Roy Finch type. He stops. He reverses field. Jukes another person. I'm like, what kind of defense is this? This tackling is atrocious. People are just putting up points on them. And then you look it up. And honestly, they were one of the worst teams in the country in points scored against. They had a worse passing defense than we had. Their their rushing defense was a little better. One or the other, either it was a rushing defense or passing defense was a little better than ours. But overall... We ranked 100. They ranked lower than that. Their defense, and you look at it, I was like, their defense is worse than ours. And that, and, and, and that's a shame because, and that's funny because they played against worse competition. Their strength of schedule was like 133, 122. Our strength of schedule was like number five. And their defense is worse than ours. What? And on offense, they run a spread. And... Uh, that's another reason why I probably should throw out that Army game because not only did they turn the ball over, but they didn't have Greg, um, 
not Greg Ward. <laughs> you know, they, they didn't have the Eric King. I call the Eric King Greg Ward the third because he plays just like him. You know, he I've seen him catch passes out of the backfield. I've seen him line up at receiver. And there was a play against South Florida where he spin-moved somebody and just dusted. He spin-moved the safety and he dusted everybody to the end zone. Like, this guy is, is like show business, man. This guy is amazing. We got to stop him, or it's going to be a long day. Dog, Vegas already got this game over under 82. They're expecting a lot of points, and I completely see why. But I got to preview it a little more. You know, this is just, let's see what Holgerson is going to do versus Alex Grinch, the new coaches, the battle of the new coaches. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? I, I bet you can't bet against OU at home season opener. No, you can't bet against OU. I got OU winning, of course, but you it's not going to be easy, man. It's going to be a shootout. It just might be. And I'm here for it. Okay, now Freestyle Friday. All right, peace. Van Pugh. Listen, okay, listen, okay, I'm choking, I'm really choking, ready for the beat to drop, uh, check it, uh, I said I'm blessed like John and the Beatitudes, these girls can change their looks but not their attitudes, but then again, what is this challenge, they like DMX, no, this is not a challenge, they got this look and that look. Man, they can really sign my checkbook. Because they going to work for me. Out here trying to be out here shoot for three. Damn. Look at this though. I'm surrounded by bobbleheads and Cisco. Yeah, with the red hair. What he had blonde hair, he looked like Dennis Rodman. Yeah, I won't stop then. I got the Craig Mack right beside me. Yeah, you can't stop me. I got a referee assignment tomorrow. Bratty little kids, they play JV. Can't really play me. I went off the top now. No, I'm not lazy. Yeah. I got the Fan Fest. That's an all-star event. Can't pass that. I got the KT tape. I put it on my shoulder. Make me feel good. Make me feel good, real good, like that old school song. I spit hot rhymes, not old school songs. Yeah. And I'm still rapping on the beat. My TV's broke and I can't fix it. I can't fix it. It costs like 150. Can't really say that I'm better than 50. But I will be. I'll have more money. Then I talk to my honey. No pillow talk. Just real talk and real rhymes. And you know I spit this like 12 times. And I got the football rules right here i'm spitting shit that's right in my room if you came to my room yeah you see the same things and i spit hot bars you can't really see these things um i got the water on me holy water i pour it on you because i got the anointing maybe not though but then again i'll punch you give you a give you a not though i'm fucking messing up now i was going good but then again, what these bitches want, they call it the DMX challenge. They got different hairs, different faces. They really fake. They can't take it.
they can't take the reality i'm serious and you know i spit hot bars like serious serious jones when he beat jen he was alone he was alone as the goat but right now it's like 50 people i've put ahead of him like 100 including drake and you know what i'm saying man you kind of fake no this is a techno ball like techno i bowl like techno that means i'm going ham i'm out here trying to get no no sham you can't really beat van i'm messing up but i don't care because i'm fessing up look man i'm home alone not like macaulay Culkin, but van pute on the throne on the throne you better watch the throne like jay-z you can't really save me you lazy look at the commercial i'm really hurt you man i gotta skip this thing I'ma work you. Yeah. And I'm still going. No, actually the beast over. I'm still flowing. <laughs> oh man.